What's up, everybody? We're back once again. This is episode 25 of the Bluegrass Race Hub. Tonight, we are with the Championship 4 of the Truck Series. We have Barry Morton, Jonah Colbert, Peyton Hubbard, and Sean Kaiser. Unfortunately, our partner in crime, Alex Healy, won't be joining us at the moment. We have Cody Anderson as our backup host tonight. This is your HMFIC. Let's get it started. All right, guys, we are here tonight with our special guest, like I mentioned. Uh, we're going to start out with um, Barrett Morton. Give us your thoughts on the championship for them, uh, next week at Phoenix. Uh, what's your strategy going in? What do you think is going to happen? Um, give um, us your, your take on it. Well, the um, they definitely have the three best. I'm excluding myself because I don't think I'm deserving of it. Um, I think there's people better than me. However, uh, it's going to be tough. I feel like I'm going into this as the underdog. So I'm just going to have to wing it. You know, hope strategy uh, works out for me and hope I can keep pace with these guys because they're all they're all really fast. All right. But, so we have uh, I don't know if you guys saw it last night or not, but I, I did some power rankings. Did you all see that? Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. we did some power rankings uh, based on wins, polls, top fives and um top tens so the metrics came out Peyton you're currently sitting at the top on that power ranking just two points ahead of Jonah Jonah what do you, how do you feel about the your chances going into Phoenix uh it's not not one of my best tracks so mm-hmm. uh I don't know maybe 25 percent chance <laughs> not, that's about right not real, yeah not real confident so so Peyton, well, how do you feel about it? At, you know, after seeing the power rankings come out, what do you think about your chances going into Phoenix? I mean, I know Barn like kind of what happened to Jonah um, Monday. I think you know he probably would have been him you know, if it wasn't for you know the P19. But um, Phoenix is one of my favorite tracks as a short track too. Um, short tracks have been something I've really improved on this year or tried to. So mm-hmm. really, my big thing is just um, really try to save my stuff because I know. Uh, when I first started here, that was a big problem I had was just kind of pushing too fast. And um, I think I've improved, you know, at least on saving some stuff. Gotcha. And lastly, but not least, Sean Kaiser, your uh, championship for locked in. You know, you had a good run at Martinsville. Tell us about uh, your thoughts for Phoenix next week and how it feels to win Martinsville. Um, uh, it was, it was great to win Martinsville. Uh, totally a surprise. I mean, kind of like what Peyton said, I, just feel like I'm not that great at road, uh, at um, short tracks, but uh, I seem to put it together there. It definitely gives a little bit of confidence. Um, Phoenix is gonna be tough once again. I, I feel like I'm better. I'm better at Phoenix than I am at Martinsville, so hopefully that's a good sign. Um, I don't know what Barrett's talking about. An underdog. I mean, I guess technically statistically underdog, but like like I was telling Barrett earlier. Uh, I mean, I, I, this whole entire playoff series, I'm sitting in the top five, uh, you know, consistently, consistently, and getting like three wins. But Barrett is like, it always seems like he's behind, like right there behind us, right there behind us. And I told Barrett, I'm, I'm just as scared as him as everyone else. Uh, it's gonna be a, a tough race. Um, once again, I think the biggest thing is being smooth and being clean and being consistent. And it seems to carry through, especially in the playoffs. Um, but as long as you put it all together and you are clean and you are consistent, um, I think you can pull it off. It's just, it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be really close between all four of us. 
Absolutely. Cody, you're going to bring us in here, weigh us in on your thoughts on these guys on the championship four. Who do you believe is going to come out on top at Phoenix next week? Um, obviously, you've raced with these guys all season. You know how talented they are. They're a, a top-notch group of guys all the way around. Um, who, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, honestly, starting off, I just want to say congratulations to all four of these guys because here in the Bluegrass Truck Series, it, it's no easy feat to be one of the top four drivers no. going into this last race. Not at all. But honestly, going into the race, I feel Jonah coming in, he's got six wins on the season, I believe, and Peyton's got three or four. But honestly, going into Phoenix, I think it's honestly anybody's race. It's really going to come down to strategy and who can stay out of trouble. I, I honestly cannot think of one person that I really see coming out on top out of anybody on, in this championship four. So I want to reference, um, well, let's go back to New Hampshire. All right. New Hampshire was what race? Give me somebody help me out here. I'm forgetting. Race two. Race number two. two. All right. So obviously we saw Lucas Lyons. He won that race. Um, And I I often, this is how I compare Phoenix to New Hampshire. They're very similar tracks. Um, Early in the season. So you can't really take it as that's exactly how it's going to go. But because if you look back, you know, obviously Jonah had a, a tough race at Phoenix or at New Hampshire. I think you finished uh, 38th. Yeah. I, I had the internet go out. Yeah. That's, Sean. I remember yeah. Sean launching off of turn I two. Was on my <laughs> so, so <laughs> we, we can't, we can't really take that um, and, and apply it, you know, comparison wise, right? Because you had the internet go out, Sean, uh, what, what did you say happened to you? What was it? Uh, someone, uh, came, I believe someone, came, they made contact and someone came careening off the outside wall straight into me, hit me just right. And I just barrel rolled like two or three times, ended up on my lid. And I think that was pretty early, no more than halfway through the race. Yeah. I got caught up in the two. So I was limping the whole race as well. Yeah. And, and Peyton, you ended up having a pretty solid run P2 there. Uh, Healy was P3, obviously. Um, like I said, Lucas won. Wigan was P4. Dan was P5. Bobby was P6. You know, so the, early in the season, a lot of those guys um, are still with us. They're still racing. So they're going to be fast next week, and you can guarantee they're going to be racing you guys. How do you all feel about that? It's, I mean, it's good. I mean, like with with uh, New Hampshire, you know, I, uh, Lucas did really good there. I, I think I pushed a little too hard and burned off my stuff before I could really catch him and had one chance to move and didn't get it. And he, you know, led 42 laps. So, so the only, only advantage I think I have in this aspect is the fact that I've been racing guys super clean all year. At least I've been trying to, and I, I feel like I don't have any beef with anybody. Um, I still, I still feel like I owe the 94 one, but I'm gonna let that one slide because, you know, right. I, mean, I understand. I, 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 <laughs> so. just got, I just got two things. I mean, um, I mean, it, it would be a boring race if you only put us four out there. So they better be there, and I want them to be competitive. Um, the and you know I expect them to be competitive. And uh, the other thing is too, though, um, that was a long time ago. And I yeah. feel like even even me myself. I mean, I'm I'm just saying, not trying to toot my own horn, but like I, I didn't come on until the playoffs. And I feel like I've gotten a lot better throughout the season. And I think a lot of people have gotten better throughout the season. So you're gonna you may see some different names up there too. Yeah, one hundred percent. Everyone in this room right now has gotten one hundred percent better as this season has progressed. You know, I've seen all four of you guys 
do some amazing things. And even Cody, he's he's improved uh, significantly throughout the season. And that's why, you know, I tell people all the time, if, if you're having a bad season, don't give up. Don't quit because anything can happen. Barrett is the uh, proof of that from Martinsville. He, he snuck his way in because he stayed with it and finished the race ahead of Healy and, you know, ended up getting that final fourth spot. You know, three JC Motorsports guys are in the final four in your first season with us. That is, I just want to say, guys, that's amazing. Y'all are freaking awesome. I'm so glad y'all chose Bluegrass to come over here and run with us. Uh, you know, that's just fantastic. It would have been insane if y'all kind of got all four of you guys in there and had a, you know, a JC Motorsports battle. But what a what an accomplishment. Like, you know, pat yourselves on the back there because you guys did uh, a heck of a job. And I, I really do look forward to Phoenix. Um, Cody. Yes, what, are you, what are your thoughts on um, next week with yourself? Like, how do you feel like you're going to perform? I mean, you're going to go out there and give it all you got, right? Yeah, that's with me. Um, with you having the non-playoff drivers, we're racing for a big butt kicker. And then Healy actually put up $70 of his own money out of his pocket. That's it, it's one of those races I'm going to put some time in just to go out and try and perform good, not just to try and get that butt kicker, but I want to go out there and try and get my first win in the bluegrass series in my first season. Mm. That's there. There's been a few incidents throughout the season that have kind of veered me away from possibly getting that win, but my best chance was at Talladega and there was an incident there, but even from the first race at Pocono to run in Martinsville Monday night, mm -hmm. me, myself, I've seen how much better I've gotten just in running one season and going into Phoenix. I, I consider myself decent at short tracks and I did decent when the NIS series was running at, phoenix so i think i can kind of take that into the truck series but honestly just like i said with the championship four guys it's gonna take keeping a clean truck and conserving your tires and making sure you work the right strategy to be there at the end absolutely um all right i want to touch base on something else for just a second so elephant in the room jonah you have a penalty next week Obviously, we had the wheel spin uh, at the Martinsville race caused the caution in the first 10. He, Keith Hackney had the, the same penalty last year, but he still ended up coming out and winning the championship. Do you feel like you're still capable of pulling it off next yeah, week? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything can happen. I don't ever, I don't ever count myself out or I don't ever. I don't know. I don't, my emotions don't ever get, you don't doubt yourself, you. right? No, no, okay. I'm not, I'm not going in cocky or anything like that. I'm like, Oh, I've got this in the bag, but I also right. don't, you know, it's just, it's one of the things, it's just another race. Um, mm -hmm. I've been here before it's, you know, take care of your truck, take care of your tires, you know, race, percent you know, and 150 laps or 153 laps. A lot mm -hmm. can happen in that time. Um, Someone gets tight, gets into the wall, their race changes, you know. So it's just being patient, making the right calls, and hoping the cautions fall your way. Um, we have, I think, an extra set of tires for this race mm -hmm. compared to what we usually do. So that gives people a little bit of leeway to play with their strategies, which I do like. Um, mm -hmm. 
So that'll be interesting to see how people kind of come up with their different pitch strategies. And it'll be it'll be fun to see if we have some offsetting strategies because that's I love races like that where you know some guys are coming in 15, 20 laps earlier than others, and then it, it really mixes things up. So hopefully we see some of that, and hopefully we get a lot of green flag runs because Phoenix is one of those tracks where it's hard to pass, and if you start getting cautions, you start seeing a lot of cautions because you a lot of people will try to make their passes on the restart instead of, you know, being patient with it. So I would like to see long green flag runs, let the tires kind of wear and let people do some real racing. So when the tires do start to wear at Phoenix and I, cause I've, I've been there and I, and I know um, it's the right front wears out pretty quickly at Phoenix. Like you can overdrive it really easily and burn your stuff off. Um, going back to truck season one, I was um, leading the race. I had a four second lead coming to the stage so we take the stage break and um just like you said cautions guys trying to make passes like you know so i i had already i, I probably put in a thousand laps for that track because i wanted to win so bad you know um so i come out and right off that after that stage i had an incident with another driver he come in and he just stored the crap out of me put me up in the wall uh third place guy comes around and he, we're on cold tires i was I probably would have been fine. I, my truck had a little damage, but it was just a nice little graze against the wall, right? Guy comes around me, the third place guy. It's actually Jeremiah Hobbs. He runs in our Xfinity series. He comes around. He loops it right as I'm coming up. Blew my motor, lap, whatever. I don't know. Right after the stage, you know what I'm saying? So naturally, I was really hot. <laughs> I mean, I was like peeved at this guy. So do you guys want to see a lot of trucks next week because typically in our championship races, and I'm going to go back and reference um, season three. I'm going to go take a look. Yeah. I was going to say last season, um, it was like that. I think we had like 21 or 19 19 trucks. And I was able to, I think that was the first, it might've been the first poll that I got. I think it was like the end of the season. You were were on the poll. Lap two, Bobby took the dog leg and I stayed up top and I gave him half a track because I was like, it's too early to really keep him down there. Mm-hmm. And he just kept coming up and came all the way across the track, kind of doored me into the wall. And that that's exactly um, what the guy did to me. He came through the dog leg. And when he went to in- mm-hmm. enter into, um, I guess it was three back then. Yeah. What is it? Two now? Yeah. No. Is it two it's now? Across, it, it's across, it, yeah. It was when the old configuration was when it was three. So he he did that. That's what he did. He came up and doored the crap out of me. So, anyways, um, let's see. Hackney started in 16th last season. Ended up coming out leading 97 laps. Led the most laps. Um, Newbert actually had the fastest lap of the race. He 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 no longer runs with us, but Adam Newbert he was uh, 27.041 fastest lap. Um, but Hackney ended up pulling out the win. You know, by two tenths of a second over Newbert. Um, what do you think? Like, what do you, how do you guys feel about having, like, do you think we're going to have a lot of trucks next week or do you think that we'll have less than 20? I'm hoping it stays like it has been. Cause I mean, we've had around like what 20 pretty consistently the last few races, at least 20, mm-hmm. but what did, what do we have well, last uh, Monday night in Martinsville? What was it? I think it was 20. 21, 21. I think, so I think we Counting had you, I think it was 20. Yeah. I yeah. think between 20 and 25 is like the sweet spot where you don't get, you know, there's not a lot of mayhem and, you know, chaos and discombobulation. I, but at the same time, I mean, you want to see as, as many, like if we have a full field, they'll have a full field, you know, it just means that the league's doing, doing well. 
So, yeah. I mean, I'm not really going to complain either way. I'm just telling you uh, subjectively what I think the sweet spot is, and that's 20 to 25 for the best. 100%. You get 20 really solid drivers, and you have typically really good long green flag runs. Um, that's, in my experience from doing this for the last three years, that's what I see. You know, you get those 20 to 25 regular guys, they come in and, um, it, it turns out to be a pretty solid race. Like we only had four cautions last season with 19 guys. So I think that we're going to have a fairly decent run, um, at Phoenix next week with the trucks. Obviously we were talking about this, uh, earlier Martinsville, you guys only had nine cautions compared to tonight cup series guys um they're supposed to be our top notch top level guys you know three to five thousand plus hour you know those guys are all high already guys we ended up having what was it cody 20 something cautions and but we had literally we had 10 cautions before 100 laps so how do you guys feel about being our top series like as far as you know clean running like let's just be real you guys are well, like Baird said, you know, we all race each other pretty clean too up front. So it's just there hasn't been a whole lot of stuff that happens up front. I don't think there's been a couple, but you know, for the most part, we all race each other really clean. So yeah, I'd have to say the same. I mean, particularly up front, you know, between the four of us in particular, and you know, even the couple other people that just barely got knocked out. I mean, everyone's just really, really respectful. Um, you know, we're. We'll race each other as hard as we can, but I feel like the racing has been very clean. Um, and I think it's kind of the same way through the rest of the pack. Um, I, I don't know exactly what it is. I mean, like I said before, lack I, of egos, maybe <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Before. Yeah. I'm not trying to call anyone out. in the Right. I'm not trying track. to either, but I'm just pointing out that uh, the obvious, like you guys had a, uh, a, a stellar race, you know, you only did 151 last, but still, um, you guys had less cautions at the hundred lap mark and they had, you know, it's just, it's just insane in my opinion that we, yeah, why would uh, I want to step up to the cup series if that's going to happen all the time, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing, like, hopefully we could get, um, hopefully that series, you know, I don't know if it's just the car or, you know, I know the trucks are easier to drive. I mean, it's re- be realistic. They are, they're easier to drive than the cup cars. Cup cars have more horsepower and they're a little more, you know, kind of slip around a little bit um and i think iRacing still has a few things that they need to learn about this next gen car before they actually get the best version of the next gen that they put out on the service yeah yeah and that- i mean i completely agree but at the same time these guys know how this car runs are they not practicing what's the deal are they just too confident with it are they all just that good and they just have to do every little thing to one-up somebody instead that, of being that patient. is part of it that is part uh, of it they're the the skill level up there is you know those guys are fast man like they're really fast like there's no doubt about it sean you've ran in the cup series have you not yeah, I ran, uh, ran Darlington. Two, two, uh, yeah, three. two or three times. Um, Darlington was definitely one I did the best at because I was pretty good there. But um, the Darlington, I feel like, w- was an okay race, though. It wasn't too bad. We had a couple long runs, and I was able to pick my way up to around the top five. But I, I, I just, <clears throat> like I said, I mean, may- maybe it is egos. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but you know these guys, they're they're good enough to get it done without wrecking each other. Oh, I 100% believe they are. 
like in the end, like you're only hurting yourself. And I think that's a lot of like, like uh, we and Peyton were talking before we got in this podcast. Like I was talking like, dude, like I, I, my heart was pumping through my chest the whole entire Martinsville race. Like you were right behind me. I was waiting for the bumper, waiting for the bumper. And like, yeah, he tried giving it to me at the end when it was proper to give it to me. He's like, yeah. you know, he, he was like, I, I wasn't trying to do that. I wasn't trying to ruin both our races so early, et cetera. Like that's kind of things you got to take into account. So, and well, that's just like tonight. So something that I did see tonight was um, Alex Huffman ended up getting into David Farmer early in the race. You know, it, it was incidental. We just kind of tapped him in the left rear, let him save it, let him get caught, you know, and ended up passing him after the fact because he was having so much wheel spin, he just couldn't get going again. But then we get a caution immediately after, you know, Huffman comes on the radio and he's apologizing to Farmer and he says, you know, my bad, I didn't mean to do that. And Farmer, you know, took it to another level with uh, under caution and comes up and just starts pushing Huffman and pushes him so much that he ends up hitting Holder. And that's Holder's trying to, you know, a championship contender. He's trying to get in and they ends up spinning Holder out. And, you know, I don't know if it caused any damage to his car or not, but, you know, that's, you know, unfortunately, you know, Farmer is going to accrue a penalty because of that going into next week. Um, you can't intentionally wreck somebody, you know, so he's going to be uh, starting in the back in the cup series next week. You know, I'm, I haven't put it out in the discord yet, but when he, when he hears it on here, he'll figure it out, I guess, um, which I may be. Like I was saying, like I was saying before is like, you only, you only hurt yourself. Yeah. And like, and not only that, but like, I think people need to like give a little bit more respect to apologies. Like you can go watch replay and if something's egregious, it's egregious and it's going to be taken care of, or at least it should be taken care of. And, um, but like when someone apologizes, they're manning up and apologizing. Like I apologize to Healy when I got into him. Um, what was Barrett? Do you remember what race I got into him? I, I can't freaking remember. I think maybe it was I- IRP or I know, uh, you wreck Iowa. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm off Iowa, on multiple leagues with you. You know, it, he probably deserves to give me one, but me, me and him are cool. And that retranslates to respect on the racetrack. And I, I just, I, like Jonah was saying earlier, I just try not to get, uh, you know, I, too heated about things. I try and stay neutral and cool headed. Oh, so, to be, um, to defend the cup guys, to be fair, uh, this was probably the first bad race they've had in a long time. Um, it's true. There, there was a lot of races in a row where they were having issues, and Jason pretty much said, hey, look, these trucks are the Premier League at the very moment, and you guys better step it up, and they did. Um, with the last few races and the ones I ran in, there was not that many cautions. So mm. I had a blast at the dark. I'm just, you know, it's not as bad as it looked tonight, and yeah. that could be the car and the track. There was way too many sales spins, but there was also some very idiotic moves Yeah, I did see as well. So... And you're right. I mean, these guys, they did save it up once I told them, you know, I, I straight up called them out. I said, you know, these guys are putting on a better show week in and week out. The broadcasters are saying the same thing. It's not just me saying it. It's multiple people saying it. So, again, I'm not trying to pick on the Cup Series guys. Um, I, I kind of just want to wake them up, I guess, in a sense, and say, you know, you guys are supposed to be, you know, the top level of talent uh, if you go on based on I rating. So, why are we having better races in the lower series? That's, you know, right. that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at, but, and, and I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to knock those guys at all. Um, they do a fantastic job when they are clean and you, you made a good point. They had a really good string of races there where it was like, Hey, um, we got to clean this stuff up. 
All right, let's, let's shift. Go ahead, Cody. Let's in for tonight with how many cautions we had compared to the Xfinity and the truck series. Yeah, we had less there, but with the cup series, the points there were so much tighter than the other two series. Yeah, that's true. There was a lot more on the line for the top eight drivers. So you can kind of chalk it up to, they had a lot more to race for to where every point mattered, but Going back to what we've been saying, the Cup Series is the top of the top drivers in the Bluegrass iRacing Series. That's the amount of cautions that we had shouldn't happen, but you can also count chalk it up to it was very, very hard racing, everybody trying to get every single point out of the race. That's and still going back to what I had said about iRacing needing to learn a few more things about this car. That's there's things on this car that they have in there that some of the drivers may not be fully aware of of what happens if you happen to get on the curb. Because with the new rear differential on these cars, it's uh, open rear differential, I believe. So when that differential locks up, you pretty much lose all turning ability or majority of your turning ability. Mm. Oh, you saw it. Go ahead. A lot of it, it it just comes down to. You've got the guys, they're racing for every single point they can get at the beginning of the race. They probably could have stepped it back and waited closer to the stage, but Mm. All in all, the racing itself, it was good racing. Oh, it was hard, hard racing. It was really good. It it just had a lot more cautions than what you and I, as the race control, expected from this race with mm. the level of drivers that we had in there. Absolutely. Um, so let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about Monday night's race at Martinsville. You know, Sean, you came out on top. You led 138 laps. Um Give us your thoughts on how you felt that entire race. Like, what was going through your head? Were you were you sitting there thinking, "Oh my god, I'm getting locked in, man! Like, this is awesome! Like, I'm going to win this mother effer," you know? I I wasn't really paying. I mean, I knew I had a good choice chance of getting locked in. I wasn't really paying attention to points. Um, I just knew that I needed to do well. I mean, and, and when you go out there, you're out there to win. And um, most what was going through my head during the race was, I'm not. I'm not driving away from Peyton. Why am I not driving away from Peyton? Like he was, I don't think I got more than a half a second in front of him that whole entire race. Uh, when we, when people took two tires and no tires and we ended up in the field and I was able to make my way through that faster than him. That was when like the only time in the whole entire race where I could breathe. Um, but once I heard after the stage that we got locked in, it was, it was a little bit more of a relief. I, I feel like I was able to like be a little bit more consistent and, and take a little bit of a breath. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was still tough. I mean, I, I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, don't let him get to your bumper. Don't let him get to his bumper. Get to <laughs> your bumper. And, um, he, w- he had such good drive in Peyton's drive in was ridiculously better than mine, but I feel like that was me not driving in so hard. I had the, the exit speed was, Oh, like, you did. Special. Especially yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, you would just, you'd, you'd exit so much sooner. And I'm just like, I, I'd drive it in harder and I'd try to rotate at the same time. And I just couldn't, uh, you know, yeah, it was just a rubber I, band the whole time. 
I wish, I mean, not that I would, but I wish I could tell you what I was doing because I went into that race not thinking that I would have any chance in winning. Like, I was hoping for a decent day. And, um, but yeah, my, my, my exit, particularly out of, uh, out of two, uh, you were definitely beating me in three and four, but one and two down the back stretch. Like, that's where I gained my time. And that was keeping you barely away from my bumper, but. Uh, overall, I mean, I, I mean, obviously out front, I had a clean race. I mean, unfortunately, uh, Jonah and, and Barrett had their issues, but, um, yeah, uh, just astound, like ecstatic that I won that race. I mean, I was not expecting it at all and it's just good momentum moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to, you know, you, anytime you can win a race and you feel good about it, you know, obviously Jonah, you've got six wins on the season, man. You've been dominant all season. You've, you know, you've kicked butt everywhere you went pretty much. Um, you know, with, af- okay. So after looking at the, the power rankings, you know, based on the metrics, like we did, I did five points for wins, um, three points for top fives, two points for top tens and one point for polls. Now Peyton etched you out by two points. Uh, but you guys, if you look at the power rankings, you guys are, uh, you know, a notch ahead of everybody else. You're, you know, 10 to 12 points ahead of everybody that's behind you. Mm-hmm. Does that make you feel more confident? And, and like, like you feel like you've got a pretty good shot. Uh, no, nah, it's really, to me, it's the rest of the season kind of goes out the window. It's mm. always each, each week is a new race. It's a new opportunity to either do something right or make a big mistake. Uh, I've made mistakes throughout the season on my own that had nothing to do with other people. So for me, it's just making sure that uh, I don't have any mental errors. You know, you just kind of go in, you you make preparations, and you you go through your checklist basically at the beginning of the race, and then it's just don't get distracted during the race and mm. maintain that focus and just you know try to be consistent. So are you are you pretty like are you going to put in a lot of practice coming in or like what's your what's your game plan like without giving away your game plan kind of. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't typically practice out throughout the week. I usually, uh, we'll usually throw up like a team practice on Monday, uh, either right before the bluegrass session goes up, or I'll wait till it goes up so I can copy the mm-hmm. the weather settings and stuff, and we'll do our mm-hmm. own um, in the playoffs. Which... That was a really good trick, like uh, you know, to show people like you, that. I mean, I appreciate you showing everybody that because that is a really good, unique tool to have. Oh yeah, and for those that aren't sure what he's talking about, you can create an AI race as opposed to doing a testing session. So you can actually set your fuel to 50%. Because if you do a testing session, it forces you at 100% fuel. Yep. So if you create an AI race with just one AI driver, or you can do a bunch of AI drivers, that's up to you. But I just do one AI driver. Um, I set my fuel to 50%. And then I go in, I copy as close to I can from the bluegrass settings. I know we don't have the weather yet because it's generated. Mm-hmm. But I know that he's going to run it at the same date and exact time that the real race mm-hmm. starts. So I'll do mine generated on that date. And then I'll go in and I'll practice with one AI car. And you can actually disqualify the AI car if it gets in your way. You can just mm-hmm. right-click on it and DQ it. And then they'll, you'll have a clean track. So um, I'm, I'll do a little bit of practice just to kind of find out like what fuel run is and stuff. But that's pretty much it. I don't. If I if I spend too much time on something, I start thinking about it too hard. So it's just a matter of right. maintaining kind of the same what I've been doing all season long. Don't change too much, you know. Don't try to overthink things to where you overcomplicate things because that mm-hmm. can that can bite you in the butt, you know. Absolutely, second guessing yourself. So just kind of go through my same habits that I always do. Just show up Monday, do my practices, and yeah. 
that's about it. I mean, if it works, it works, man. You do what you just keep doing what you've been doing. Obviously, it, it works. You've shown us all season um, how talented you are. Uh, Peyton, you've got four wins on the season. You know, same thing. You've been a fast guy. Obviously, last season when you came into Bluegrass, um, you struggled. You know, you weren't where you're at now, right? I mean, you've yeah. your level of talent has grown over the course of two seasons. You you got hooked up with Keith. I mean, you had fast pace when you came in. I, I, I'll say that you were fast, but you didn't necessarily have the race craft that you have now. And, you know, you got hooked up with Keith and, you know, started practicing with him and learned a few things, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Um, just go tell us about that. You know, tell us about your two seasons, like how you feel about that. Let's... Yeah, um, I think the the kind of breakout was I was North Wilkesboro last season was the first win that I got in the league. And really, the only reason that I got the win was because Keith crashed out. Um, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah. He came in, and when he overcorrected, he actually missed my rear bumper by like an inch. Yeah. And because that took him out, you know, he was the guy to beat there. And um, I think actually me and TJ Hanley, I think it was me and him up front for a little bit. And I ended up leading the, the last little bit of that race, won that one. And then um, Watkins Glen last season, too, I led like all the race. And then we did the over under on the pitch strategy. I got in front of Keith and then got so nervous, I guess. Cause I was like, Oh, if I can stay in front of him, you know, this can be number two. And I, you know, wadded myself into the wall and mm-hmm. you know, from then on. And that's when Keith kind of reached out and he was like, you know, asked if I was driving with anybody. I told him, no, mm-hmm. he's like, cool. Me either. You know, you want right. to work together. And then from then on, we kind of, you know, teamed up, but he's helped me a lot with, you know, kind of steering offset and break bias and that type of stuff. Cause I mean, when I started, I didn't really, and like, I knew that it made a difference, but I didn't know what it did exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what some is, you know, better than others. So yes, definitely helped, definitely helped a lot, especially, you know, with road courses this season, I've always been a road course guy, you know, growing up, you know, with my dad, we played, you know, Gran Turismo from, you know, the PS2 days, just growing up, it was always road courses. You do those license tests and stuff, you know, yeah. that just kind of, so just road courses have always been a thing for me. And this season, you know, I've really been able to put some work in with the truck. So. You did a really fantastic job at the Roval last uh, two weeks ago, whatever, or was it last week? Two weeks a ago. A couple weeks ago. Two weeks yeah. ago, yeah. That was, a bunch, yeah. that was a bunch of crap. I really, like, <laughs> I mean, I, when I, I put in a couple test sessions, I think I did a little with Jeremy, and I was able to, I think I put in, like, maybe 10, 15 laps. But mm-hmm. it was really just getting the breaking points down and getting the um, rev matches down because I kept having wheel hop into the, the um, long breaking points, and once I got mm-hmm. that out of the way, it was just kind of rolling, so... Um, but yeah, I was able to kind of run away with that one. And, you know, I think that was win number four. So that yep. was, it was a really yeah, good, uh, good performance. I mean, you dominated the race, you took off and had, I don't even know how much of a lead on Healy. Um, but it was a fantastic job. Go ahead, Sean. Oh, I was just saying his, his fastest lap time was the second faster than the next person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, he half tracked the whole field. When, cool. when he told me he was doing nines, uh, I was like, wow, he's going to be bad fast. Because, like, I was, I mean, I'm, I find, like, that even though I don't race um, nearly as much as I used to, I, I might get one session in every few weeks. Um, I was, you know, doing the testing and building that set. Um, and I was like, God, he's so much faster than me. So I started putting in more time on the set, and I was able to finally get down to a, a one twenty two zero. But I could never break into the one twenty ones. Um, I knew he was going to be fast because I, like I said, I, I'm pretty decent at road courses. Um, 
got several row course wins in the series um, when I did run. Um, you know, so I, I knew he was fast. Like, I knew that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. You should have um, raced cup for that one, Peyton. I, uh, I did race cup. I raced no, cup. I started in the back and I was passing into fifth. I was oh, passing, I think, Brandon Holder on the back stretch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, dude, I was like, I'm passing for fifth. Like, I'm going. Like, I was trying to move through and I blew it. I mean, I like, I came in and I think it was on my outlap. So I like, I, it felt like it, I just didn't have the brakes. It didn't lock up, but it did not mm-hmm. stop. I think I must have just missed my breaking point. I hopped the curb trying to save it, you know, kind of flicked it in, thinking it would just kind of spin me around instead of hitting the wall and it just bumped me into the wall and that was it. Yeah. Um, it gave me about 40 seconds of optional and like three minutes of required. I took the optional and it just drove like a crab walk. So I was like, okay, that was it. Yeah. I mean, if you started in the back and drove to fifth, that's pretty impressive against some of the best in the league. Yeah. So, that I mean, call was a handful. Your racing trucks was definitely impressive. So Thank hopefully, you, uh, Thank you. hopefully um, you're not there next time. I'm I'm excited for uh, <laughs> Mid Ohio next season too. I know you took code off for Mid Ohio. Yeah. I like that track, so that's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be a good one. <laughs> I think it will be. I think it'll be a fun. That's one. gonna be a good one. Um, um, I think in trucks, I'm only gonna do the. I don't I don't think I'm gonna run the truck series. I'm just gonna run the road courses, mm-hmm. and then Xfinity. I think is what I'm gonna really try and do. Um, I think there's four road courses in Xfinity next season, counting yeah. the Chicago Street course. Yep. So. Yep. That'll be fun. So no trucks for Peyton next season. So are you going to, obviously you're going to try to knock it out with a championship this season. I'm sure that's your goal. That's your, what you're here for. Um, if you don't win the championship, you know, would, are you going to consider trucks again at all? Or do you think you just, you're done and you want to move up and try something else? Well, no, we'll see. I mean, I'm paid for both. I'd like to see, you know, fill it out that, that way I can kind of race maybe both of them. Um, you know, for the first few weeks, see see kind of what I feel like I want to do, and you know, go from there. You know, I know that whenever Keith got seven wins, you had to you had to kick him out because a lot of people are saying they didn't want to run with him again. Yeah, it was unfortunate because you know, well, the the issue was his eye rating. He he had a his eye rating was like above the limit prior to the season, and then it tanked. You know, going in like right before the season. Which I didn't see, I didn't catch that because he came to me literally the day uh, we were starting the league and said, "Hey, you got any spots left?" And I was like, "Well, not really. You'll have to be a reserve driver if if nobody shows up." Well, fortunately for him, nobody showed up, or, or so like two guys didn't show up. Whatever that had already paid, so he got the run and somebody else uh, with him at the time. I think it was Charles. I can't remember who it was. It was some other guy. Um, but yeah, so they both got the run. The other guy ended up, you know, running a handful of races and quitting, but Keith ended up sticking it out, winning the whole, whole shebang. Um, but they were, you know, mainly as everybody was talking about, he's got 7,000 I rating on dirt, you know, he tanked his I rating. Da, da, da. So I told him, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to have to bump you up, man. You're just, you're above what, what we really, yeah. you know, what we're trying to do here. Um, this season though, we're bumping I rating up to 2,500 because we're trying to open the truck series up a little bit more. Yeah. We want to, we want to bring some more fast talent in. Um, so that's why I'm not really enforcing the rule for the guys that are in the championship four to move up. Um, if they win the championship, I'm not going to say, yeah, you got to move up the cup series cause we're changing the, or no, extensions. We're, we're changing the I rating. So anytime we do an I rating change like that, I'm not really too, too forceful on that. Win the championship move up give them a chance to defend the championship. Um, you know, we may see, we may see Keith back in the trucks. I don't know. Uh, I may, uh, I may end up letting him run it again since we're bumping the I rating up. I haven't made up my mind on that yet. 
Well, I mean, like, if you think about last season, too, like, there's a few guys like, you know, Adam Newbert, Justin White, those, there was a lot of top guys that didn't return, you know, to run the series. And then, you know, all you guys showed up, (laughs) you know, with the rookie tag on the, you know, on the truck. And, you know, we were all wondering. And then, you know, it started at Pocono. And, Jonah, I think you won the first round, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, and that was when. Yeah, so I think when I started it with like a top three, I was kind of like, okay, I was like, these guys are fast. Yeah, like, they're they've so. came in and uh, shook it up for sure. And you know, like you said, we lost some fast, talented guys. Justin White, Nate Mauer, which I think Nate ran Xfinity. He he had to bump up uh, to run Xfinity. But yeah, we lost some fast guys, no doubt about it. Um, but we obviously replaced them with more fast guys, and that's typically what you see. You 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 get forty drivers sign up. You know, and they'll run six, seven races. Once they hit that like week seven mark, you see the the numbers start going down. We had thirty uh drivers pretty much from week seven to playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Then we hit playoffs, we started having twenty to twenty five. Um sometimes thirty at the I think super speedways we had thirty or something like that. But you know, yeah. that's typically what you see in these paid leagues. Um it's unfortunate that we would like to keep the numbers up all season long. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what it is, what it takes to get there and how we're going to do it. But, um, I've got some ideas that on ways that we can keep the series full, um, throughout the entire season. So, um, give us just a second guys. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with the championship four. All right, guys, we are back here. So just have a simple question here for the playoff drivers and me as well. The five of us that are in here with Jason, four of us are rookies to the truck series this season. Coming in as rookies to the Bluegrass iRacing series, did you think you would be running as well as you are coming into this series? And what do you think was your toughest race? Jump first. in there. Anybody, just jump in. <laughs> no. I know. I did not think I'd make it to the final four, especially after, I don't know. I mean, qualifying crappy at Pocono and then all of a sudden just started moving up through the field. As, but I really thought people were just being real timid and I didn't want to push it because we had a full field. And then um, getting caught up in a wreck after wreck after wreck after wreck. No, I didn't. Not at all. And then, but uh, thank God I'm stuck with Jonah. So I've learned a lot being with him. <laughs> What about your? So, what do you think's your best race? That was the other, uh, second part of the question. Worst or best? My best. Both. Both. Oh. My best was without a doubt Nashville until I got knocked out of the way for second. But yeah, that was yeah. But I've always liked Nashville, so I've had good luck there. Other than that, I, I don't know. I, what about your worst? Uh, Atlanta. Oh yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta. Screw Atlanta. Uh, Jonah, you want to go next? Sure. So, what was the questions again? Uh, how do you how did you feel coming into the series as a rookie, and what's your best and worst race? Uh, coming in, I felt. I guess you think you'd be in the chase. Yeah, you think you'd be in the final four as a rookie. Yeah, tough to say. I mean, kind of. I was. That was my aspirations. That was kind of my goal was to make the final four. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, it's it's kind of a confidence thing. It's not like arrogance or anything. I don't want to no, I understand. state that, but yeah. it was like, hey, this is my goal. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to be consistent. Um, I felt pretty good about it. Uh, 
just because I've run a lot of leagues before. Mm. But I wasn't sure what the individual skill talent was going to be like here, which is actually right. really good here. So it's been really fun. Uh, best race would probably either be North Wilkesboro or Homestead because those are my two, those two tracks just speak to me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I, yeah, there's just something about them. I don't know. It's like I, I went out and felt the pavement or something. But, uh, right. And the worst track or worst race was Bristol Dirt by far. Uh, ended up in a, a wall ride scenario there where the truck went up on its side. <laughs> Caught the cushion a little bit too much and, yeah, flipped me over. Caught so, the fence, wasn't it? One day to catch yeah, the fence. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was running the cushion with my right rear and then it was like just barely just, grazed the wall yep. and it just hooked the Drugged you up, yep. And it pulled me up into the wall and then it flipped the truck over all by myself. Nobody was around me. I was yeah. Like, uh, that was so embarrassing. So... <laughs> All right, Sean, uh, that, that'll go to you. Uh, how do you feel about it? Think you're going to make the final four? Oh, no. Uh, the, the first part of the question, pretty much copy and paste what Barrett said. N- no way in hell did I think that I was going to make the final four. Uh, coming into a new league, like it, particularly, um, I just try and like find my rhythm, find my pace, and not get in people's way and not piss people off. And uh, But... You know, and then once you find your rhythm, you can start being a little bit more risky with things. Uh, yeah. I just, like Barrett said, me, me and Barrett both started the season like crap. I mean, you can look at the standings, and each week we're just slowly making our way up. And like po- Pocono, I ended up getting wrecked, and I feel like I was second fastest to Jonah at Pocono. And then New Hampshire, I ended up on my lid. But, um, you know, since then, just found my pace, found my rhythm, and then, you know, more confidence. And now I, I, you know, I feel like I deserve to be here and did what I need to do to be here. But as it goes to best and worst track, uh, worst track is probably Bristol Dirt. I need to figure out something mm. on the dirt. Not my forte. Um, mm. That and road courses are probably my two biggest weaknesses. Um, best track, I'd have to say, is Darlington. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably goes to what Jonah said. Nothing against Jonah. I really feel like that I I was the fastest car there. Uh, just I just love that track. I I struggle in three and four, but one and two, man. Like I don't know what it is. I just know where to let off and I know where to get back in the gas because with that with that corner, you have to let off and then you almost have to get back full throttle and then let off again and just carrying that amount of momentum. I just absolutely love it. So I, that's probably my my favorite track and was my best race. Absolutely. I, I love Darlington. Um, all right, let's, I'm going to pull up a couple messages real quick and give me just a second. All right, Peyton, what do you think it was your best and worst track this season? I mean, like as results wise, I think, I mean, it would be the Roval, but it's not my favorite track. I think the track that I like the most mm. is I mean, it's Phoenix. I like that. Something about Phoenix. It's like a short track, but I mean, like, it's hard to save your stuff. Mm. But I really like Phoenix as a track. Um, worst track, I'd say. It, I don't like dirt. So I'd say, like Jonah said, Bristol Dirt wasn't my mm. favorite. I mean, I know I was running up front for a little bit, but that was only because I had Keith, you know, um, right. to help me out, to show me some things before, you know, the race. But yeah, that was not very fun. All right, so now we'll get over to those messages. Give me just a second. All right, guys, so we're going to play a couple of messages we got uh, from John Schwartz. He called in, and he has uh, a question he wants everybody to answer. So 
Hey guys, this is Jonathan Schwartz, driver of the number 95 Chevrolet in the Bluegrass Cup Series, and I have a question regarding cautions at Marnesville. So I did some research and looked over the last two seasons and noticed that two seasons ago, there were 26 cautions across all three races at Marnesville, across all three series. Then last season, there were 42 cautions across all three of those races. So averaging those, that's around 35 cautions. So I want you to let me know whether you think we're going to have over or under 35 cautions across all three races this week at Marsville. Um, I'm going to guess over, but uh, I'm curious to hear what you guys think. I feel it's going to be pretty close to that for all three races. That's averaging around like 10 cautions, 11 cautions or so per race. The uh, Cup Series race is, of course, the longest, so the more opportunities for cautions. But yeah, I'd like to hear what you guys uh, think. Uh, thanks for listening. Well, I- I can see the future and I'm going to tell him it's going to be over. <laughs> yeah. So we obviously already know that it was over that, um, you know, trucks had the least, uh, well, no, Xfinity had the least, I'm sorry. Xfinity had the least with really eight, well. like eight, didn't they? And eight yeah. trucks were second. And then uh cup, obviously they had their problems, you know, 20 plus tonight. So, uh, that's the first message. Let me get the second one pulled up here. Hey guys, this is Jonathan Schwartz again. And I want to look forward towards uh Phoenix and the championship week. So I did a little research over the last two seasons, and I noticed that across all three series, the champion of the Truck Series, Xfinity, and Cup Series, all were either the championship leader going into that weekend or were second place in points. Over the last two seasons, the person in third in points or fourth has not won any championship. So I wanted to ask whether you think any driver heading into Phoenix that's ranked third or fourth in points will end up winning the championship or whether all the champions will be from that first or second points position. Um, I'm actually going to say I think it's only going to be first or second in points. I feel that over the season, they've built up that uh, those points because they've been consistently finishing in those podiums and so i feel like it'd be they that's who you should expect for the win but curious to hear your thoughts will we have any of those upsets uh yeah thanks all right so obviously one and two in trucks is jonah and peyton um so what do you guys think about that all right let me let me answer that well um thanks jonathan for um you know killing my hopes (laughs) 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 however if you look at who's got the most momentum, most momentum going into this race, it is by far Sean. Sean is killing it in the chase right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then if you also look at the power rankings, and we're going to put an asterisk next to Jonah's name because mm-hmm. somebody disqualified him from a race. <laughs> yeah, you got true. a point. We won't get into that. True. I'm just going to say. True, 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 true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. I hope to disrupt that that stat, but uh, yeah, that's kind of all I can like, really say on it. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that statistic. <laughs> <laughs> I just I disagree or uh, dispute. Yeah, well, we got two guys in here that can change that statistic this season. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's very it's possible. Well, I can do it. I can do it the first lap. Yeah, I mean it's pretty bad. <laughs> that's the hey, first lap. Peyton's the only one that doesn't really have a teammate that can come back after me. So, but you know, I'm not <laughs> that kind of guy. So, <laughs> Peyton, I was playing nice all season, man. It's got to build up no. something, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Peyton, what do you think uh, about that stat? I mean, like I said you and Jonah are one and two, man. It's not going to be, you know, with Jonah having the penalty, it's not going to be easy, you know, just because he's having to start in the back doesn't mean it's going to be really. 
Oh, I mean, I mean that's one less guy up front, starting up front, you know, but, you know, with him saying Sean's long been on fire. race, man, long race. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. You know, I, I don't expect those guys to, you know, not be up front, especially the way, you know, they've been running towards the end of this. You know, they're in the top four for a reason. So, and, and here's the thing, you know, Jonah starting in the back really doesn't mean anything because we have a stage break. So all he's got to do is work his way to the front, I mean, you know, dude, top, to get into the top 10, you know, like, yeah, well, we say Keith, Keith started 16th. Um, and still made his way up there. So it really doesn't mean shit. If you, if you're my honest opinion, um, Jonah, what, what do you think? Yeah. It, I mean, Phoenix is going to be really hard to pass. So it's going to be a patience game. Um, it's going to take the whole race. I mean, it might take 152 laps to get up front, but you have the pace. So, That's the thing. You have the pace yeah. to get to the top 10, top five, even before the mm-hmm. stage. Like, let's just be honest. Like you, you're a fast guy. So you've got the pace. You could get there. And then we get the stage and everything resets. Yeah. It, some of that, some of that depends on weather because I mean, the weather is going to affect dirty air and how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Phoenix is notorious for dirty air, but um, it's kind of like gateway. It can be hard to pass. It just really depends on how much they burn up the right front mm-hmm. specifically in three and four. Um, but I know looking from the results at gateway and I use gateway as a, an example. Yeah. It doesn't have a dog leg, but the turns are, are very comparable, mm-hmm. uh, or the fa- three of the fastest drivers at gateway were me, uh, Barrett and Peyton. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think you're, I think all four of us are going to be extremely fast. If I think it's anybody's game. Expensive. I think it's yeah. anybody's game next week. Honestly, I think anybody could potentially come out. Um, and you know, I'll break that statistic. So, uh, what about Xfinity? You guys want to weigh in on Xfinity and, and let us hear your thoughts on that. I can give you the top four on Xfinity right now. Scott Fritz, um, Keith Hackney, Adam Lancaster and Radburn shutter. So your top two guys would be Keith and Radburn. I believe if you went off of points coming in, let's take, let me back it up and see. Yeah. Keith is and Radburn. The, is that the power rankings as well? What is the power rankings on the, on the, uh, I'll have to go back and look at the power rankings right. on Xfinity. Let's see what I do. I think Radburn is there. Radburn uh, is second. I think he's going to be the one to beat. Silvers was, Silvers, holes, Silvers was first on yeah. power rankings. Uh, Radburn was second. Lancaster, Hackney, and then Fritz. So Radburn's, you know, James is the leading the power rankings because he had wins. That's the, the main reason why he's leading it by... Oh, they're tied. They're technically tied. I'm sorry. So Radburn and James are tied for on the power rankings. They both have 76. So technically, they're both first. So Radburn is right there with James. James didn't make it. Unfortunately, James had a uh, penalty, which um, put him out. He was in, and then somebody um, protested, and he got a penalty based on that and ended up getting last place points, even though he finished in third last night. So it was... Not a good night for uh, for Silvers, but you know, you like I said, you've got Hackney and you've got Radburn. But let me tell you, Fritz and Lancaster, they ain't no joke, man. They good, like they are really fast drivers. And Lancaster has three wins, um, which is second with Hackney. He's tied for second with Hackney. James had four wins. Some say James kind of backed into a couple of those, but I'm not going to say that. I'm just repeating what someone else has said. Um, I think James, if James is in the final four, he has a damn good shot at winning the championship for Xfinity. But now that it's going to be Radburn, Keith, Adam, and Scott running for it, you know, that's a tough one to, to narrow down. What do you guys think? 
Uh, I mean, I've seen rep. Keith run Phoenix. So, I mean, I, you know, he like, you know, last season, Keith knows his way around that track. And, you know, I got to gotta go with my teammate. So Yeah, but, nice. you know, it's Radburn's fast, dude. He's always fast. Yeah, I know he only has one win on the season, but dude has 10, 10 freaking poles. That's it. And going with that and kind of what Peyton says, Keith kind of has a point to prove in the Xfinity, Xfinity series being in the championship for he yep. was last series, last season's truck series champion. Mm-hmm. And he got moved up to this season mm-hmm. to Xfinity and cup. So mm-hmm. Keith really has a point to prove to go out and win the Xfinity series championship. But with Keith and Radburn, We've seen it all season, and it's nothing against Radburn. He he is very fast on the qualifying laps, and he's got the race pace to be up at the front the whole time. He's had bad but luck, man. It, with Radburn, it seems something happens with a late pit stop. He comes out. He may pit too early or pit too late, and he just loses that chance for the win. Uh, you're right. I mean, he's, he's struggled to get a win um, several times this season, just like, uh, he was going to win Martinsville f- until uh, he got a, a penalty last night for taking it three wide into turn one on a restart. Um, but up until that point, Lancaster stayed out with, with um, like 40 or something to go or 50 to go. I don't remember exactly what, but he stayed out on old tires. And then he had Fritz uh, starting to his inside. Fritz um, didn't really get a good start and Radburn went to go inside um, three wide into turn one, and unfortunately that caused Fritz to push up into Hackney, which put sent Keith to the back. Um, but all those guys were were bad fast at Martinsville. You know, at Lancaster ended up sneaking in with a win. Um, that that was his third, but I, he wasn't the fastest guy last night or Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday night. I, I don't know. Give me some right. thoughts here. I'd say with, just, the, hard. with the Xfinity series, I think uh, that statistic may be broken. Mm-hmm. You got, yeah, because it just seems like the wins are more spread out, to be honest, and like there's, there's, right. there's a lot more guys competing to be the fastest. It's Let's be realistic. Scott Fritz could potentially win that race next week. Adam could win it. Um Keith and Radburn are going to be hard to beat. I will say that. They're going to be very, very hard to beat. Um, Barrett? Well, it sounds like everybody's going to need to tune in and watch it and see what happens because it could be anybody's race. It, Absolutely. It really could. It, it, I'm definitely going to be watching that one for sure. Um, Jonah? I'm going to go with Radburn. Uh, he's had the lowest incidents on the season out of all the guys that have started every race. That's mm-hmm. that's who I was going to pick was Radburn as well. Ten, 10 poles. He's got the most top fives. Um, he doesn't have to win the race. He just has to beat the other three. So, I mean, True. if James Silvers comes out and wins the race and Radburn gets second, well, Radburn's going to be your champion. So he doesn't even have to win the race. And, yeah, you know, like I was saying earlier with dirty air, Xfinity cars have bad dirty air issues as well. And if he can get out front early and, you know, just dump dirty air on people, he can manipulate that to his advantage. So. Um, Right. Allows other guys to burn their stuff up trying to get by him. So, yep. I typically go with the guys that, you know, have done it consistently all season and he's had the most consistency and the lowest incidents. So, I think 11 top fives, 14 top tens. So, he's, he's yeah. very consistent. Um, is that everybody's got, did everybody get a pick in? Uh, Cody, you need to get a pick in, right? 
Uh, for Xfinity. Hmm. Honestly, I, I'd have to say Lancaster just coming off the win there at Martinsville. I think he's going to carry the momentum in. Mm-hmm. But just like everybody said, it it's honestly anybody's race. But I think Lancaster could be the one who will think the pick, pit strategy out and be there in the last 10 laps. Mm-hmm. So, I'd, say, uh, I'd say Silvers backs himself into another one. Silvers, yeah. Yeah, he's got a good shot. He's definitely got a good shot to win. I, I'm gonna say um, Silver. Eh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and pick Keith. Keith's probably gonna get the win next week. I feel like um, I, I want to pick Silvers to pick, get the win, um, and maybe uh, maybe Radburn for the championship. But I think Keith is gonna come prepared, and uh, he's probably gonna try to get the win and, and seal the deal for himself. So. Uh, that takes us to the Cup Series real quick, and then we'll come back, circle back around, and we'll do our our championship picks for the Truck Series since this is the Truck Series episode. So, um, Cup Series going in to next week. GT is your number one guy. Been dominant all season long. Four wins. Um, just kicking butt. Uh, I think Schwartz was number two in points going in, yep. but now Atkins might have leapfrogged him. Yep. Let me see I if he did. Atkins is a nope. second. With nope. Schwartz is actually your number. I'm sorry. I totally got us. So Schwartz is your number one points guy going in because he is 3128. GT had 3125. Atkins is 3118. Farmer's 3111. And then you have Holder at 3108, Huffman at 3105, and the rest are, you know, under 31. But, um, Schwartz has 11 top fives, 14 top tens. GT has 10 top fives and 12 top tens. Then you've got Atkins has four top fives, nine top tens, and Farmer has five top fives and nine top tens. What do you guys think about Cup Series? So your top two are Schwartz and Atkins, but I don't feel like that. I mean, those guys are so, like, they're equal, in my opinion, like all four of them. You know, maybe Farmer's the underdog because he had a rough season. Uh, and only has one win, but he's there. Yeah, I'm, I, I think GT is the one. Uh, that's who I'm going to go with, only because I've been in. Um, normally, when I if I run up in Cup, mm-hmm. I do uh, hang out with the Cornerstone guys. So the way they operate um, and the way they strategize, I think that's a big advantage, and I mm-hmm. see that firsthand with our team. So uh, GT's real good guy, and. Uh, you know, I think he's gonna be able to pull it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna second, second that notion. Every time I've raced up, it seems like GT is the one to catch. So yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, it's, it's hard going against him. That's in some of the things that I've heard from some of the other Cup Series drivers, they're all saying GT is gonna be the one to beat there at Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But Schwartz. I think Schwartz is going to have something up his yep. sleeve for Phoenix. Yep. So I wouldn't count him out. But one thing that I want to point out out of all three series, the Cup Series is the only series that has four different drivers which run are running on a team points basis for the Bluegrass iRacing Series. Hmm. That's Truck Series. We've got three JC Motorsports guys. And 
Peyton with NLR. Mm -hmm. And then Xfinity, you've got Lancaster and Fritz. They run together a lot Mm -hmm. and are sitting in the same Discord channel. And then you have two Cornerstone. Mm -hmm. Well, Cup Series, you've got Cornerstone with GT. Mm -hmm. You've got the Syndicate with Schwartz. Mm -hmm. Wotel with Atkins and YNH with Farmer. Yep, all four different teams. You're right. Very All four different teams. So who who did you say your pick was then, Cody? I'm going to go with Schwartz. Schwartz? Okay. Um, Jonah Payton, what do y'all want to weigh in? I'm going to go with Atkins. Ooh. I've, I've, I've driven with him a few times. A few cup races I've run, you know, I've been down there with the Wiltel guys. So, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Atkins. Jonah? I'm going to take Schwartz. I'm going to go with Atkins as well. I think Atkins is going to come out. Um, he's going to beat that statistic of the top two drivers for the Cup Series. Uh, just based on uh, his performance in the last few races, he's been, he's been you know, he won Martinsville tonight. He's kicking butt. Um, I think he's got the momentum. And I've seen him. He's fast, man. I do this. He's good. Uh, all right, so let's circle back around and we'll do uh, truck series championship picks, and then that'll be we'll be getting ready to close out. So let's do some picks for uh, you guys. I mean, you can pick yourself if you want to, or you can pick somebody else. Uh, Cody, you want to start us out on this one? Yeah. Before we get into the picks, though, I do have a question for you, Championship mm-hmm. Four. And I know we're running short on time. Guys need to get to bed. Yep. I'll Coming up. towards the end of the race. With five laps to ten laps to go, if you four are the top four, what is going to be your strategy or move there? Are we talking about like are we in a caution with five to go? Yeah, <laughs> if if we get a late late race caution and mm-hmm. you you four are the top four, what's going to be your plan there? Are you just going to roll with it? Or are you going to be super aggressive on a restart, bump somebody mm-hmm. out of the way? I guess it just depends on how deep in the run we are, you know, like how if it's like if it's been a short one or if, you know, if it's been, you know, if we're really deep into a green flag run, you know, that could really change a lot of strategy stuff. I mean, I know you three guys are going to be in the same channel, so I'm just sometimes, you know, when it's that close, if I'm like the second or third guy, I'll kind of play off what they do, you know, just say like, Mm -hmm. look, you know, it's better to put myself in the same situation as them than to try, you know, something completely different and mess it up. So. Mm -hmm. Just kind yeah, of I don't know. I just kind of do what I, I want to do. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, dude, I mean, car controls is something I've tried to pride myself on. I try, you know, I I don't like washing up into people. I don't like running mm. people. I'm not. Well, would you feed somebody the bumper and you know move them for a bump and run? Uh, the only yeah. time I the only time I have ever ever believed in using the bumper is if someone blocks me and I feel like I'm faster. Like if if I'm not. Like if I can't legitimately catch for a, a championship, guy, though, not even for a championship. No, man. okay. It's just not, even not if it was, I respect, even, man, respect. Now I'll drive it yeah. in as hard as I can, or you know, try to get around on the high side or something. But if, if during the course of the race, if I haven't earned at least a side by side with that person, if mm. I haven't felt like that, I've legitimately feel like I have a shot at the win. I'm not going to go wreck mm. someone and possibly take pick them out it's just it's not you know they've earned that but now if i'm faster than them then it's that's a different story you know if they're blocking me then yeah i'm you know i might give them the limp or i might move them mm-hmm. whatever i've got to do everybody gets also, yeah i've also got to know that any move like that could potentially kill me as well 
mm-hmm. you know, because you oh. know how iRacing physics are. It's this isn't real life, and sometimes exactly you know, oh, I'm gonna rub rub this guy's door in the corner, but instead of just rubbing, it launches both guys in opposite directions and <laughs> yeah. fly into the moon. So it's like. <laughs> You have to consider that when you go down to the last lap and yeah. you consider making a move on someone. You got to realize this may not work in either of our favor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, so, uh, I'm going to add to something. Hold on, hold on, Sean. The the way we race each other and everything, we've been uh, giving each other tons and tons of room because we're looking at the bigger picture. We're all trying to make it to the final four, and we're all trying to help each other out. This is a different story. We we have not been put in this situation. I'm not saying I'm going to move people. If I have the chance, I'd probably move Sean. But me and Sean have been buddy, buddies for like seven years. I'm not going to lie. We split fours together. And, uh, you know, I'll probably split the prize money with him. I don't really care if that was yeah, the case. Right. However, at the same time, this is a hobby. This isn't that serious. It's not going to go on your headstone. At the end of the day, it's about how you treat people and how you're being treated. Then it is, you know, you knock somebody out for the win. You're going to be known for that for the, you know. That's true. Forever, I guess, so but to speak. That's you, just how I look at it. But yeah. I, I, technically, I'm, you guys are professional it. esports drivers, technically, because you're running for money. I mean, if you want to go out based it on technicality, you know, like that. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know I, we're not we're not pro like as in iRacing pro, but we're technically, you know, you guys are running for money, so you, it makes you professionals. It's right. crazy that I actually would I'm racing for the same amount of money that I would at my local track when I did race. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. <laughs> But, uh, it's cheaper. Yeah. Kind, of, kind of going on like with what Jonah said. Like, I I, I agree with Barrett one hundred percent what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna go in there and like like Jonah was saying is like if I feel I'm faster or if I'm close enough, I'm not gonna go barreling in there ten car lengths back mm-hmm. to try and fuck the guy. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm literally right on your bumper, no, I'm not. I'm not letting up extra just so I don't give you a little bit of a shove you know what i mean mm-hmm. but um and i and what jonah said like i i 100 believe his sentiment and i've raced with jonah and i know that's the type of type of driver he is mm-hmm. but guess what jonah you you're gonna you're gonna get that block if it comes down to it so if you get i don't know if y'all remember the gateway finish uh who was that taylor peacock that was in the lead and he threw a vicious block on me down the back stretch and i literally drove it down underneath the rumble strip to make that pass and pull yeah. the slide job oh, yeah so, yeah i remember he that wasn't even, he wasn't even mad over it that was and he wasn't there he messaged me and i was like dude that was that was just good hard racing i was like that block was right. legit he apologized I was like you don't have to apologize for throwing a block with five to go or whatever like mm-hmm. like that's racing man yep. Come on. That, exactly exactly yeah, you, um, do what, you do what it takes to win, but you also got to show respect by doing it. Like I said, when when respect goes out the windows, those people that do it and they drive it in ten car lengths back and just right. plow you into next. Well, season. I also know I'm going to race all these guys next season, mm-hmm. either in Xfinity or wherever. So it's yeah, like I want to be able to race with everybody next season and there not be any bad blood. Right. You know? We're still trying to be on the same team here. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, you all are teammates. I mean, does it? You know. Does it does it ever become um, a situation where you're not teammates? It like with five to go, and you know five hundred dollars on the line. Is it you know no, you we're guys not teammates on lap one? Oh, okay, I understand. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, here's the thing: I'm, I'm going to be nice, but I also want these guys to be scared. Like, right. yeah, I don't I mean. That's the thing, and, and you know, yeah, and and I like I said earlier, I I am scared of Barrett. I'm scared of all these people. Like, Good. uh, and 
in, in the sense of the word, I'm not shaking in my boots, but like right. I respect them and I know that they can get out. You know what they can do. Yeah. And, um, but you know, you gotta do, you, you gotta do what it takes to win. And, um, you know, sometimes you may have to move someone a little bit, but like I said, I mean, you, people can tell when it's, when it's respectable, you know, it's a respectable move and it's not. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, you know, Something else you got to look at too is how have you raced everybody else that's not in the championship four all season long? Who's got yeah. beef on you? you who's know? who's coming after this you? This is this is their chance. This is their. You better watch out. You better hope that. And, uh, and if Healy was up, if Healy was here, he would he would tell you right now. You know he knows firsthand. He was in the championship four in the first season he was here, um, and he had an incident with a guy at Martinsville, and that knocked that guy out of the championship four, and it was Taylor Peacock and. You know, Peacock ended up um, causing uh, – he took him out. That's, I mean, there's no way – there's nothing to sugarcoat. He straight up took him out, and we had proof of it because we had somebody else's stream that we heard him talking about it on, you know, which – and that ended up letting their teammate win the championship. He backed into it because everybody got took out in that incident, basically, all, all other three contenders. Um, Peyton – That's, that's, that's yeah. kind of crap. That's can't horrible. Happen, but, you know? Peyton, you want to – you want to weigh in anything else um, about how you feel? No, about I mean, it? I'm just soloing it, man. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> you know, I'm going to, you know, there's been a, a few times, you know, I'm still learning a lot of this stuff, you know, it's, you know, with this season being the, you know, Keith is, you know, I'll go ahead and bring it up. You know, Keith was kind of mad at me that I didn't give Sean the bumper, you know, at, Martinsville, Martinsville, you know, dude, as soon as, as soon as it was over, he said, he goes, dude, we go, and on the restart. So when I'm starting P2, I would rather start P3 than P2 anytime because uh, I don't run triples uh, or VR. So it's really oh, wow. hard to judge. Yeah. Right. I run on like a 27 inch monitor. So like, it's really hard to judge when I'm even. And sometimes when the truck starts disappearing out of view, I feel like I'm starting to get ahead, but I'm not, I'm like still you know, defender behind. So I don't mean to lag behind. I just literally am trying to see the person's right. truck. So I, you know, it's just one of those. And he, he told me, he's like, man, we're going to have to have a five hour session on restarts. <laughs> and, you know, and he goes, you know, why didn't you give him the bumper? I'm like, look, I was like, I don't really have an excuse. I was like, but you know, I just, I don't know. I was like, I guess all I can say is, you know, it happens at Phoenix. It happens at Phoenix. <laughs> all right. right. And, and I, and I fully, I fully, I wouldn't ex I, I, like, I, if they have it, if they're right on my bumper, and like I said, if it's not egregious, like I fully expect to get it from any one of these guys. Mm -hmm. Like I don't expect them to lay back. I don't expect them. Like I said, like if you're right on their Ooh. bumper, I don't expect them to freaking hit the brakes so they don't get into me. Like if they're mm -hmm. gonna, like you know, if they're gonna move me, mm -hmm. they're gonna move me, and they're gonna do what they need to do. Like yeah. you know, but to to I don't know. Nothing against you, but to your defense, like I was making it pretty hard for you to get to my bumper at Martinsville with the kind cool. of with the distance I would pull down the straight. Yeah, you you did the same thing that Alex was doing at Watkins Glen. You would back up your entries a little bit, and it would kill me because I come in. I'm usually like you know I can come into the corner a little harder, and because you were backing them up, I I would try to come off to the side and kind of cut back, and that's where I'd make up ground some, some corners because you would just stay so low on entry and stay low on exit, so it would kind of give me that. But then I couldn't get by you. But um, but like to be I honest, just, like, like I said, I, I was beating off Takah Takahashi's bumper. G-rated. Uh, <laughs> trying, uh, 
walked into that one. But trying to get because <laughs> because uh, Bobby Hall had made it out to lead, and, and the last person any of one anyone in our team wanted to see was Bobby Hall. He had a win to get in, yeah. Yeah, we didn't I'm want to you, win. So I, I was trying my hardest to get around Takahashi. But like Jonah said, he was blocking down the straightaway. I got to run, and he would block. Two two times he blocked, and it's like, okay, you know, I'm I'm beating your bumper off. Yeah, I like, saw that. Like, I mean, and, and another thing, too, like with learning kind of like running up front more is um, a lot of the wins like that I've gotten, I think, almost all of them I've gotten this season have been either I get the lead from a pit strategy or it's been, I get the pole. Like if you look at the wins, I think my first three were, I got the pole and I won the race. So it was like, I start up front and then I don't have to pass anybody for it. Mm -hmm. But like when it comes down to where like, I'm, you know, P2 and I have to pass for the lead. I still struggle with that because if I want to move somebody, I don't really know how hard to hit them. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, I don't want to wreck them. And then I'm like, you know, do I just, that's it's where the practice comes in. Yeah. You've got to get in a session so, with Keith or somebody and, and practice that yep. bump and run. Because I'll tell you right now, in season one, um, a lot of these guys that have been with, been with me since season one, we didn't understand the iRacing physics. So we got into sessions with John Kinder and he would beat the absolute he would be beating a bumper off of it and not wreck you because and he would teach you. He would say, get, get on my bumper and he would show you how to do the bump and run properly without wrecking the guy. And you can see it being used, utilized by a lot of the uh, OG guys that are in here um, because they've, they've spent that time in yeah. practice sessions. So, well, like, you know, it's the last thing I'd want is to actually spin somebody for the lead. Mm-hmm. Like I'm moving them one thing, but like, I would hate to wreck any one of these guys. You know, I'd rather, you know, if I bump somebody out of the way and then they get to my bumper, they move me, you know, just make it fun. Mm. You know, like I said, it's not like at, we're at, at the same time. If you spin somebody and it could have been avoided and a yeah. caution card, you're going to the back with them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, that too. Gonna hurt so. yourself. Yeah. That's definitely, yeah, that's a, definitely the last thing I'd want to, but um, all right, let's get the picks. I'm tired. Yeah. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's wrap it up boys. It's been a good, <laughs> been, been a good one, but a long one, but we're going to wrap it up. All right. So, uh, who wants to start the picks off here? I will go for um, it. Um, <laughs> I think I'm due for a win. I haven't won all season, but I've been right there, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to pick myself. I'm going to have to pick, uh, Peyton. And the only reason is because with Jonah starting in the back, uh, I, I do think Jonah's probably the fastest at just about every track we've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Um, but with him starting in the back, it's real sketchy coming off of turn two. If someone spins out, there's not a whole lot of room for error right there. Uh, hmm. It's dangerous. Not saying he's gonna caught up, getting caught up in a wreck. I'm just, I think Peyton's gonna be Don't hard. Don't you to put beat. that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? But you know, Peyton's real confident with uh, hmm. with Phoenix, and it scares me. So my pick's on Peyton. But I would gladly knock my pick out of the way if I had to. Gotcha. <laughs> Understandable. Who wants so, to go next? Uh, All right, I Sean. Gonna, I, I was going to say, um, at the beginning, we were talking about Jonah's, uh, Jonah's penalty. And I, um, I was going to say, but I saved it for now. I was going to say, you know what? Penalty or not, starting the back or not. Uh, gun to my head, you have to put money down on this race. I'm picking Jonah. Cody? Well, Sean just took my pick. <laughs> But you, you can use the same yeah. pick. I don't care. Yeah, say, there's only four people, people to pick yeah, from. And there's mean, five of us here, whatever. So I well, think in both the Xfinity and Cup, we those people pick the same people. Uh, I'll go out on the limb. I think to win the race Monday night, 
it will be a non-playoff driver in a non-championship four. Bobby Hall. But to win the championship, I do say Jonah's going to overcome this no qualifying penalty, and he's going to be up at the front come the stage break, and he's just going to run away after that. That's it, and that's nothing against the other three drivers that are in here as well. Oh, you're talking shit. Just from... Just from <laughs> the way the season's gone and seeing how everybody's run racing against all you guys. Jonah's been one of those guys. I've tried seeing what he's been doing just to try and make myself better. Hmm. But I think he's going to come away with the championship for the truck series. Jonah. Uh, I've had enough humble pie. I'm going to pick myself. <laughs> uh, you also, you also, um, yeah, you also give yourself half ass too, don't you? Yeah, well, it's just, um, I think I'm going to, like, I know, keep bringing up the penalty or whatever, and yeah, initially it, it was kind of upsetting, and especially with the way Phoenix races, but mm. uh, I take stuff like that as an opportunity to flip the script, kind of, mm. you know, it's, mm. hey, I'm not going to be up there racing hard with all the other championship guys i can take my time in the back I'm, exactly I do what i want to do i can save tires now i don't have to worry yep. about giving up positions i can totally race this race carefree because i don't it, it's not as much pressure i guess coming mm-hmm. from the back but okay i i can do whatever i want now i can i can get wild with it so um yeah and it's kind of situations like this where i usually excel when i feel like i'm backed into a corner with something so mm. yeah i'm I'm going to come out swinging and hopefully it works out. So that's my pick. Peyton. Oh, that trend. I'll pick myself too. I I just, I'm solo on it. You know, these guys are on a team, you know, I'm, I just, you know, I've got to, got to go against myself. You know, I like Phoenix as a track. It's one of my favorite tracks um, to run. You know, I've, I've think I've been really good at short tracks this year. So I'm going to, I'm going to just try and, you know, pace myself, manage myself from up front and I'm going to try and, uh, you know, first step is qualifying up front. You know, mm-hmm. if I can get the pole, I think I've been pretty good. My, I think you know, starting to go time I get the pole. So you could start back with me if you want to. It's <sighs> man. When you start on the pole, it's uh, man. The pressure. I'll tell you, I started on the pole, and I mean, it was still. I was. I got my nerves were shot whenever I was doing it. So, um, it's a lot of pressure, man. Um, that leaves me right. That's it. And we haven't used our F word yet. So I'll use it right now. The last person to pick is the head motherfucker in charge. This is tough, man. I, I want to go with um, Joan or Peyton, but I, I'm going to tell you right now, I think that uh, Barrett or Shawnee, the one could pull this shit off. I think Barrett uh, is hungry enough for his first win. John's got the momentum. So I'm going to go with Sean, man. I think Sean's going to get it done. Um, just based on the way he's ran the last six, seven races, he has shown that he's got the pace and he's, you know, made good moves and, um, he's hard to pass. Like that's, you know, Jonah said several times, it's hard to pass at Phoenix. And I think if, uh, Sean can get to the front and, uh, stay there, he's going to be, he's going to be a tough guy to get around. And, uh, I'm going to go with Sean on it. All right, that's going to wrap up our picks. Um, that leaves us to uh, sponsors. Cody, you want to send us out of here? 
uh, give those wonderful sponsors a, a big shout out and a thanks. Let's for, do it. For being uh, partners. First off, want to say thanks to Kinder Performance. That's I know he's been coming back and forth between racing and not with his real life kart racing mm-hmm. and looking on Facebook. He's been doing really well with that stuff. Congratulations to Feeling him. Feeling it. Want to say thanks to Huffman Designs and Scott Fritz Designs. Both of them, you want to paint, shoot them a message. They will hook you up with an amazing design. Um, elevated Outdoors, as Healy would say, they like to get high outside. Um, Red Rocket Building and Barbecues. Won't sell you barbecue, but they'll sell you the thing to make the barbecue, and they'll sell you some buildings to make the barbecue in. And then Butt Kicker as well. Been on for quite a few seasons here with Jason and Bluegrass. That's and then WJM Motorsports. Um, got a lot going on with them and... I believe they plan on coming on next season to sponsor some races for Jason. So look forward to them coming on. All right. That's the sponsors. Once again, that's Barrett Morton. That's Cody Anderson. That's Jonah Colbert. That's Peyton Hubbard. That's Sean Kaiser. I'm Jason Collins. We'll see you next time.